This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Martin, the Countex just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it's the biggest, I'd say biggest show in Europe, and I'm thinking maybe the biggest show in the world. What we know for sure is the one-stop shop for digital and in-person events. With the following it's built over the years, Accountex packed a punch that's with events that are dedicated to both the accounting and finance professionals. Yeah, and it's all CPD accredited as well. They've got a virtual summit coming up 10th, 11th of November, which is free to attend. And they've got some interesting topics coming up there, haven't they? Digital assets, social mobility, future of cloud accounting, commercializing opportunities for MTD, penalty reform, not your normal lineup. Yeah, and it's all ramping up to the big event they've got going on in London at the Excel Arena. It's the largest in Europe. And if you want your CPD points, if you want to find out what's happening, don't forget to book that in your diary for the 11th and 12th of May. And there's a website they can go to, Martin. Yeah, accountex.co.uk or indeed follow them on Twitter at at accountex. That's at accountex. It's our Saturday bonus here on the Accounting Influencer Podcast. We're doing a series on the price is right, dealing with a very prickly subject for accountants, Martin, on this whole pricing thing. Last time we looked at not caving in to client pressures for discounts and deals. Now we've got belief systems, core belief systems. This is CBS, what's this all about? This comes up so often. Case in point, Rob, I was talking yesterday to the USP practitioner group that you and I have in Accounting Influencers. They, the subject they wanted to tackle was getting to grips with practice tech, which has got nothing to do with pricing whatsoever. And it all came back to mindset about why haven't they got to grips with practice tech? Because they didn't know why they should, because they were too busy, because there was no clear vision. Why innovate when there's no real reason to innovate? You innovate to either complete a crusade or establish some sort of differentiation or whatever it happens to be. And if you don't want to do those things, if you're just in practice for the sake of being in practice, you don't innovate, and as a result, it all comes back to mindset. So when it comes to pricing now, then you're up, then we're back to core belief system again. Here's the bottom line on this one, Rob. If we cannot convince ourselves, and by ourselves, I mean the accounting practitioners who have to put proposals and value propositions in front of their potential clients. If we, those practitioners, cannot convince themselves that they are worth the price, the price that they are proposing to charge, then they stand absolutely no chance of being able to convince a prospective client that that client should pay the price. We learned in the research, Rob, that a firm has to do three things to convince itself that it's worth the money. And before you go into these, Martin, I've just got an image in my head of Oliver Twist. Okay. With a going cap in hand or bowl in hand, if you like, asking for more gruel, more porridge. And with that placatory attitude, you're just on the back foot already out. You're saying, I'm not really worth this, but if you don't mind, can you do me a favor? And it would really be helping me out and out of the goodness of your heart. And that's the wrong mentality here, isn't it? Yeah, striking metaphor. You're absolutely right. And, and it is this whole, I'm not worth I have no idea why you should pay me five grand. I have no idea why you should pay me 10 grand. I've never charged this much before. It's, it's that kind of mindset. But before you go into any psychological stuff, what, what about accountants listening and saying, well, I don't want any of that mumbo jumbo, positive mental attitude type thing, but confidence, self-belief, this is core to what you're putting out here. Yeah, there's three very practical things for them to do to establish it. So what we, what we established in the research is that there are three physical, tangible activities that give you the core belief system to say, I am worth it. So number one is the ability to demonstrate a track record of how the firm has helped other clients or the proposition has helped other clients similar to this prospect. 
So in other words, let's say that we are talking to a prospect about the possibility of tax planning. And the, the client goes, but I only pay my accountant two grand, you're charging five grand. I don't understand the benefit of tax planning. That's a ripoff. So when a firm is able to transpose that and say, no, wait a minute, here are some examples of our existing clients, not dissimilar to yourself, who've got through a tax planning process, and here are the outcomes of our interventions, would you like that to be you? That track record not only convinces the prospect, but convinces the accountant that they've got what it takes to be worth this fee. Got it. It's proof, isn't it? Evidence. Evidence for your supremacy and your pricing. Absolutely right. Okay. The second one is articulate those same stories, but not to the prospects, prospective clients that you may be talking to, but to other introducers, but to other network contacts, so that it go, it reaches the prospects, the potential market in a different way, that somebody else, a third party told them, have you ever worked with Bissett & Co? Do you, you work with Bissett & Co? Have you seen what they do? Well, we thought, well, we thought of engaging them, but um, no, we haven't done. No, we're stuck with who we've got. I'd really think that if I was you, because at Bissett & Co, what's happening is, and have them tell a story, and that sets up the core belief system because other people are validating what it is you've done. It's a third-party endorsement, isn't it, or social proof? Social proof, that's right. Now, the third one is more difficult, but it is doable. And the third one is that when we're with the prospect, our task is to evidence our ability and show a client how they will see a definitive, forecastable return on investment in working with us and in what time scale. So in other words, well, Rob, I understand you have some concerns over price. And you know, if, there are, if uh, I was making the jump that we're proposing you make, I think we'd have the same challenges as you. But what you've got to understand here is what's going to happen as a result of you making this three grand jump in what you pay for your accounting support. Because what we're going to do with you is this. And that's going to equal that. Now, what's that worth in time savings? And what's that worth in increased sales time? And what's your average sale price? Right, so what you're telling me then, Rob, is that by giving you this time back, by saving you this overhead, by saving you this direct cost, it's going to not just be a saving that you get, but also an increased capacity to make a further 120 grand. Is that right? So it's that ability to put numbers around the reason for the thing. So tax planning has no numbers around it. But finding 120 grand worth of sales productivity alongside 60 grand worth of overhead kill, making 180 grand total of benefits in the next six months, 12 months, 18 months, there's a definitive ROI. Yeah, it's the difference between an intangible and a tangible. You're making the, the idea, the concept, the promise real with the numbers. That's right. So what happens then is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you want to, so how do I get to the point where I have a core belief system where I'm very assured in my pricing, where I know that the, that the prospect's getting a great deal? Well, it's the habitual practicing of those three skills. So if they are seeing track record, if they're hearing other people confirm your view, and if they can see numbers around it because they're commercial people in their own right, then they are choosing you. The more clients, or I should say prospects, who become your clients and choose you, the more you're getting validation that you're worth the money and the easier it becomes next time. And then voila, a core belief system is born. Yep. And I was talking to another dog walker as I walked my little cockapoo yesterday, Martin. And uh, I said, how much walking does your dog need? And he said, the more walking I walk my dog, the more walking it needs. So if it gets used to five walks a day, it gets used to five walks a day. And I'm thinking with these accountants, the more they do this, the more they practice these principles, the more solid they'll be, the more they'll use them in their everyday negotiations. Yeah, I mean, this is the process of a professional service sale. And yes, guys, I use the word sale. Don't worry, recovery is available. So it's incumbent 
Now, listen to this. This is it's incumbent upon the firm's ownership, and the people listening to this probably are the firm's ownership, to educate and teach your team on how this works. Because otherwise, your firm does not receive full value for the service and support you provide. Now, as the firm's leadership or ownership, your responsibility is to your shareholders or your equity holders, which is probably you. So you've got responsibility to you. So if you are not educating your team on how this process works, building the core belief system of your team and your team, when they price, are not getting full value for what your firm does, what it offers, the service and support it provides, then you are shortchanging yourself. And that's poor leadership. Yeah, we're calling out these uh, these challenges that people have in accounting on pricing. And in this series, we're giving you the problem and asking you to acknowledge whether it's you and what systems you need to put in place. We've given you some solutions today. We've got more solutions, more challenges coming up so that you can recognize these, put them right in your own firm. But Martin, final word today on core belief systems for accounting practitioners when it comes to pricing. Okay, so the final sort of idea is this. There was a time when you never charged three grand and you did it for the first time. There was a time when you had never charged five grand. There was a charge when you, time you'd never charged 10 grand. Yet you did it for the first time. At some point, something came along that justified that price and you convinced your client to invest that amount of money in your services and support. Therefore, there is nothing to stop you making the next jump. Whatever it is, whatever level you're on now, the next jump is doable when you've built your core belief system. And that is The Price is Right. Thanks for listening to our Saturday bonus. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.